Thanks for tuning into another episode of Moments with Ndero, where I hope to encourage you, inspire you, and uplift you. Today's guest is the CEO and founder of Karungoro Coffee and Tours Limited, which was founded in 2015. The company was started to add value to Karungoro Estate Coffee by getting direct sales, roasting and packaging the coffee, and having educational coffee tours at the farm. She's also a Christian, wife to the handsome Mungai, and mother to Junge. Welcome onto the show, Wangeshi. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for asking me to be a part of the show. So before we dive into our conversation, tell us a little bit more about yourself. So um, like you said, my name is Wangeshi. Um, I, wow, where do I start? Um, I'm now 31 years old, which is like mind-blowing to me. I can't believe I'm in the 30s. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I am definitely a Christian, a daughter, a sister, a cousin, a friend, all of those things. Um, but more so, I think um, what has defined my life uh, currently is um, being a part of Karungoro Coffee and Tours Limited. I'm seeing it all the way from inception um, all the way to where it is now. It's been five, almost six years, um, which is wow for me. Um, I'm also a musician. I sing. Um, I haven't really been singing lately, but um, I used to sing at the worship team in Karura. And before that, a few gigs here and there. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> that's you in a nutshell. Thank you so much. You mentioned that you are 31 and you can't yes. believe it. Why, why is that? I think it's just the idea that, you know, and you know, when you're younger, you never think at you feel like 30 is so far and then it just comes and then pop, you're here and you're right in the middle of it and you're adulting and, you know, you're moving on with life. You have responsibilities, you have a kid, you have, you know, people that you're paying you. Um, for me being, you know, a CEO, people, you have people who depend on you you know you're working with people every end of the month you're always like okay gosh you have to look for salaries you know i can't believe like we are here already i can just remember being younger and carefree and your parents are handling everything now now you're the parent it's like wow <laughs> just like wow <laughs> i know you're just like how did it happen how are we adulting how are we doing how are we here how are yeah. we here so yeah. today's episode um, coincides with mm -hmm. International Women's Day. Why do you mm. think it's important that women follow their dreams and like for yourself, start a company and see it through, mm -hmm. through the hard times and the good times? I think it's, it's important to celebrate women for various reasons. Um, women are just amazing. They do such amazing things. Um, and I think it's important for us to encourage one another to be the best version of ourselves. If that means, you know, staying home and being with the kids, then that's great. You do you. If it means that, you know, you need to be doing something like starting a company, do that. If you, you know, want to be the best marathon runner, do that. You know, just celebrating womanhood in, its, in, its, in all its facets and also just, um, you know, celebrating the fact that we can be who we want to be. We're no longer tied up in this box where, you know, you're supposed to do this and this and this. You can do whatever, as long as you do the best in whatever that you're doing. So I think it's, it's awesome that we're celebrating women this week. Yeah. 
Fantastic. So mm -hmm. what is one of the fears that you have overcome being a business owner? I think um, the biggest one is um, leading um, the company. I think with leadership comes with a lot of responsibility. Um, people look up to you um, for direction. Um, you, you know, at the end of the month, me, that's the one that scares me the most. Actually, it's that thing for, you know, at the end of the month, people are expecting, you know, something, um, a salary, and that salary is pegged on their livelihood. And so you're responsible for all of that. But I also thank God for my team because my team, um, they have also taken ownership of the company. So we all work knowing at the end of the month, this is what we have, we have been able to, to, to amass. And so this is how it can be distributed and it's pretty open. So even if I had that fear, the team that I have is just, is awesome. And we, we do this together. It's like, we're all leading this company together, which is great. And, and I like that when you say that we are all leading the company together. So how did you select the right team members? Because, you know, the entrepreneurship journey can be difficult because of finding the yeah. right team members. So how was it yeah. selecting the team and probably firing and hiring as time goes by? Um, for us, luckily, at least we haven't, we haven't fired anyone yet. Um, we're also a pretty lean team. And um, I wouldn't say that I chose a team. <laughs> the team sort of, in a sense, happened. Um, we're all, uh, a lot of the team, about 80% of the team is actually, we're all in the same family. Um, so when we had this, when I had this idea, I, I brought it up to uh, my co-founder, which is one boy. And she just said, you know what, let's just do this. You know, let's see where it takes us. Um, she was courageous enough to take the step. Um, and then after that, it's just, you know, finding someone who, okay, um, you just go in and asking, you know, would you like to be part of the team? This is what we're doing. We don't have much money, but this is our plan. You know, we'd like you to be a part of, of what we're doing. And, you know, people just saying, yeah, okay, I want to take this journey with you. And with that, you know, just being open constantly with the team and being like, you know, this is a space where we share ideas. We, um, I, I'm not the say all, be all of the company. We are, we have to be able to work together. We have to be able to, to know the goals that we're, um, that we're headed towards and how each person fits into the puzzle of, and, and, um, you know, is able to direct, uh, each each person is able to put in what they need to put in so that we are headed in the same direction on in one accord in a sense i don't know does that make sense it totally makes sense because to yeah. fulfill a vision everyone has to be on the same page and you know as you're saying in one accord if someone is yeah. not um envisioning the same thing you know you can go in mm. different directions and that can drag the business behind so exactly for someone who doesn't mm. know Karungoro Coffee and Tua Limited. Mm -hmm. What exactly do you do and where can someone find your services? Okay, so you can find us on our website, um, www.karungorucoffee.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Karungoro Coffee and Tours Limited. Um, we are basically a value addition company. Um, uh, for those who don't know, we are sort of the daughter company of Karungoro Estate, which is a coffee company, um, coffee 
farming company. So we've been farming coffee for many, many years um, since my grandfather took over the farm in 1974, 75. Um, and so what we, were what we decided to task ourselves um, to do is to figure out how we can take not only the farming aspect, but add value to that farming aspect and see how far in the value chain we can actually get. So we decided, you know what, we're gonna take the leap and um, take the coffee, grade it, um, come up with a special blend and roast it and package it. Um, so that's what we've been doing. We sell roasted coffee um, to all the to all your listeners. Please uh, reach out to us if you want some coffee. Um, and then on top of that, um, I studied in South Africa, Cape Town, and we used to do a lot of um, wine um, wine farm tours. And I thought this is such a cool concept, you know, because SA is known for wine. So I was like, if Kenya is known for coffee, then we need these kind of tours where people actually, you know, they know Kenya is known for its coffee. So I'm sure a lot of people will will want to actually come to a farm and um, learn how we farm coffee, how we process it, how we take it all the way to what you drink in your cup. And it was a leap of faith. And um, it turns out there's actually a demand for that, um, especially with our international tourists, you know, they come in for a lot of um, these Masai Mara and beaches type of um, holidays. And you'll find that many of them actually want to experience something different as well. And um, you know, what's better than coffee? <laughs> For me anyway, it's, it's one of those things that just came, yeah, we should just do the coffee tour. So we run coffee tours um, from Tuesday to Saturday, every Tuesday to Saturday from 11 to 3 p.m. And those that want to come are welcome. You can shoot us an email um, or DM us on Instagram or Facebook and come for a tour. That is so awesome. And it's true. You know, South Africa is known for its wine tours. So why not Kenya being known for its coffee tours as well? Exactly. Exactly. So thank, agriculture thank you. has, you know, has its ups and downs in Kenya. And, mm -hmm. you know, coffee was one of the great, you know, cash cows for Kenya. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, over the years, for whatever reasons, it has struggled mm -hmm. to eat up. So how do you maintain the focus and how do you maintain, you know, the, the courage to continue going in a sector where the government is still trying to find its footing on how to support the coffee industry? Mm -hmm. I think for us, it's, it's passion. It's, um, you'd even say it's almost passion over logic because um, for us, we grew up in coffee and um, for a lot of me and my cousins, we were educated on coffee. Um, so coffee is the thing that actually enabled us to go all the way to university. So for us, it was one of those things that uh, I can't, we can't let this thing go in as much as um, in many instances, it didn't work um, in terms of like profit. You'd, you'd end up doing so much for the coffee. In fact, a lot of people cut down their coffee because you, you put in so much. And then at the end of the day, you know, you're told this is the price that you're going to get this year and it's less than what you put in. So you end up loss making. Um, and for many instances, like, um, and, and that, and I'm sorry, and that um, is especially with the Kenya coffee auction. Um, this year you might get a good price, next year you might not. Um, luckily in the last couple of years, the prices have been pretty good. But for us, it was just like, there must be a way to mitigate this. And, um, you know, as the next generation um, in Kenya, 
there has to be a way that we can ensure that coffee continues and that is actually profitable for the farmer. So that was the main passion and that was the main drive towards, you know, this value addition thing. If we can figure it out, then maybe we can um, pose as the example to many other farmers on what they can actually do. Or maybe we can actually, you know, step in and help especially small scale farmers to make sure that at the end of the day, they're actually making a profit out of their coffee. And we can now stop cutting down coffee because it's ridiculous how much our tonnage has reduced over the years, um, especially in the 70s, 80s, we used to do a lot of coffee. Now it's it's barely a drop in the ocean. Um, so, you know, what can we do to mitigate this? This needs a solution. So we are hopefully the ones who are gonna, you know, start figuring out what that solution is, especially for the farmer. Yes, especially for the farmer because they, yeah. they depend on that and that's their livelihood. So exactly. I would hope that the solution comes sooner rather than later because it's important yeah. that the the sector, you know, coffee industry grows and becomes yeah. greater than it was before. Yeah. So yeah, before true. we had mm -hmm. this conversation, you gave me the phrase, mm -hmm. keeping your head above water. How yeah. does the phrase reflect in your life? Um, let's, let's, let's just talk about 2020 yes. for a minute. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a blanket. It's, we, we can't say like a blanket, you know, you can't put a blanket over it and say everybody had a bad 2020, but, uh, there are those that actually didn't have such a bad 2020. But for me, um, personally, it was, it was quite a hectic 2020 and, um, most of the time, you know, you're just barely, you're just barely making it. So starting from business, being a business owner, being a, uh, an entrepreneur, having a team, um, it was really difficult because um, we depended, we depended, sorry, on uh, international tourism for our coffee tours. And um, now with COVID restrictions, everything just ground to a complete halt you know, for so, so many months. And so one, one part of our income is just gone just like that. And then um, on top of that, you know, uh, restaurants had closed down, offices has clo have closed down. And those were also our major customers for our coffee, you know, the roasted product. And so it was, it was one of those things that, okay, you know, we had to sit down as a team and be like, guys, um, this is the reality of the situation. We just have to keep going. You know, we feel like we're drowning. We don't know where, you know, money is going to come from. We don't know where salaries are going to come from, but we just have to keep our head above water and, um, and, uh, just keep going, just keep going, just keep moving. Um, on top of that, um, for me personally in my life, um, things just started to crumble around um, September. Uh, number one, in September, I was actually expecting last year and um, about five, almost six months into the pregnancy, I lost the pregnancy. Um, so I lost my baby and having to go through the whole process of actually giving birth to a child that is not alive and the emotions around that. And then, you know, about two weeks later, I got COVID. Um, so I had to now stay at home. I couldn't have anybody come and give me any comfort, you know, so that was about two, three weeks um, in quarantine. Um, shortly after that, my son got really sick. 
um and uh so there was uh, you know having to go to the hospital shortly after that i got what he got so i got really really sick and was hospitalized for about a week um shortly after that you know um my nanny lost her sister i mean it it just seemed like you know it's just one thing after another and it was just constantly after every two weeks from september up to december it was just one thing after another and you know trying to now figure out okay lord you know i'm a christian so i was like you know lord what 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 is this what what what's going on here how am i supposed to to just make it you know this is too much i feel like i'm drowning you know in in so much and so that's why i came up with the with with that phrase of keeping my head above water because last year especially towards the end of last year that was that was what it was for me just sort of just surviving um you're you're being pulled down but you you just have to keep you know trying to to breathe and keep even if it's just your mouth out of the water just you know just breathing um that's what it was like for me so for me having this talk was just you know encouraging other people out there because i know that people have been through so 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 much and you can't even figure heads or tails over what's happening um but um you just have to keep going you just have to keep your head above water there are people who are still depending on you there are people who still want you to thrive and there are people who um are sort of in a sense also just trying to hold you um up so you just have to keep going you just have to keep your head above water thank you so yeah. much for sharing that i know it may have been not easy to share that but thank you for your courage mm. thank you mm. for letting others know that they are not alone in this because i know 2020 people were thrown curveballs left right and center and it's right. like how am i going to face tomorrow and as you said lord yeah. what is all this for honestly why yeah. why why me yeah. so why me in mm. that moment of you asking god why me and you know why am i going through this did you get an impression in your heart did he speak to you mm. what what was mm. or, or my question would be is have you gotten the lesson or have you gotten the insight as to why you have gone through what you're going through yeah so i'm just going to keep it pretty honest um and just say that i'm still trying to figure that i'm still trying to figure that out i haven't yet um figured out why you know why i had to lose lose my daughter i haven't yet figured out why you know we had to go through what we went through um i even forgot to mention that both my business, my husband and i are both in business so having both businesses down you know during 2020 was also just a struggle um so i i really just want to keep it honest because i know there are many people out there who also don't have an answer or are also just constantly asking the question why and sometimes um the answer doesn't come immediately but you just have to keep reflecting on whatever happened and the lessons that you're supposed to to learn from that um i feel sometimes that the lessons um are around you know being more courageous being more fearless and being more honest about going through trials because um sometimes especially with social media and a lot of things out there a lot of people just you know want to keep things um you know picture perfect and you know that what is and you know consuming that kind of um media all the time makes you feel like there's something wrong with you and your life 
and so I, I tend to feel sometimes that maybe it's just maybe the point of all this was just to be able to just speak honestly and to just put it all out there and to say that it's okay it's okay that things are not working out it's okay that you feel um you know, so bogged down by everything that's happening. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have a sad moment. It's okay to feel bad. It's okay to be, you know, em emotionally distraught. Um, all that um, is okay. And so I, I don't really have an answer, but I've just been really feeling in my heart that, you know, it's, it's time that people spoke openly about hurt. It's time that people spoke more openly about despair. It's time that people spoke more openly about grief because there's so many people going through that out there. And it's one of those things that's just not, it's not talked about enough and openly enough um, so that, you know, people can feel that it's okay. I, I yeah. like it. It's imagine it's okay, and it's but okay. the flip side of that is also making sure that you know which spaces to share your despair and your mm. trials with, because mm. the, the the counter the counter um, reaction to that is people shaming you for going through trials, yeah. people demeaning yeah. you for going through those um, hard times. So just yeah. the listeners who are out there, yes, it's mm. important to share our despair, our hurts. Mm -hmm. our moments of um, feeling low, but also mm -hmm. use your discernment, use your wits yes. to figure out yeah. which spaces am I going to share this information? Who has my back? Mm -hmm. Who will hold yeah. my through this journey? Vis-a-vis -vis just opening up yourself to people mm -hmm. and then the counter reaction to that is shame. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's even harder, you know, when you open yourself up and then get thrown away is shame. Right, right. Yeah, true. Very true. So, very true. Mm -hmm. To switch gears, mm -hmm. what would you tell your younger self, knowing everything that you know now about life, mm -hmm. about marriage, about motherhood? Mm -hmm. Um, I'll just be telling myself, you know, be be encouraged. Um, keep the faith. Keep going. Um, and always. Um always have a you know goals your your goals set out and always point your life towards you know fulfilling those goals yeah that's basically it fantastic and now another round mm -hmm. of questions don't overthink mm -hmm. them whatever comes to mind okay go for it okay okay if you could interview a famous person who would you choose mm -hmm. i would choose lupita really why lupita I, I, I think because I just, it's the first thing that came to my mind. I didn't really think about it. Um, but I think just being able to maneuver the entertainment, entertainment space and um, succeeding, um, I think I would really like to just pick her mind on that and the trials that that came with and how she overcame those and how she's triumphant now. Nice. When do you feel mm -hmm. the most in control? When do I feel the most in control? When I have a plan. <laughs> when there's a plan, I feel very, I, I don't like not having a plan. <laughs> I like when I'm planned, great. I feel in control. Good. How mm -hmm. would you want to be remembered? Um, for people, for, as I'd like to be remembered as someone who had an impact in other people's lives. 
Um, honestly, 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 that's what I feel the most. I feel like um, for me, the purpose of living is to impact others um, in a positive way. So impact. And may you fulfill impact. I'm sure you're already impacting lives, you know, with your business and helping the small case, small scale farmers. I'm sure you're impacting family as well and also your mm. sphere of influence. So just to the listener, what would you tell them as your closing remark? Anything that's still in your heart that you want to share? I think just be encouraged. Um, this life is meant to have its ups and downs, but we're never supposed to stay down. You're always supposed to pick yourself up and keep moving. So keep moving. Dear listener, keep yeah. moving. This life is not easy, but as Wangeshi said, you're not supposed to stay down. You're supposed to keep moving forward. And I have a phrase, we live life forward. So until mm -hmm. next time, dear listener, take care of yourselves and mm -hmm. stay safe. Mm -hmm.